Hello and welcome to Yoga Magic, friends. I'm your host, Ashley. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks so much for tuning in today, everyone. Little solo episode, wanted to briefly touch on the shift in energy as Jupiter moved into Aries on May 10th and how this is affecting you. This is good astrology. This is exciting astrology. And I like to bring that to to all of you. We get the doom and gloom so much, so it's nice to talk about some of the good stuff that's happening. If you're brand new to Yoga Magic, we chat all things self-care and self-discovery on this show. Really, I like to bring ideas, practices, new teachers, new ways of thinking as it relates to self-care, spirituality, self-discovery, so that you can try stuff on and you can see what works. What's so cool about combining astrology with self-care is that one, you can understand who you are, what you're best suited with, you know, in terms of your everyday practices by knowing your birth chart, but you can also work with the cosmos at any given time. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Now that this shift has happened, how is this affecting you? What can you do to take care of yourself? We are just coming hot off the heels of a big old eclipse, a very powerful eclipse that happened Sunday into Monday. The south node eclipse in scorpio now we are almost out of scorpio or out of eclipse season friends so it's done it happened but eclipses are heavy eclipses bring us change and they shed light onto things that perhaps we have been hiding in the dark scorpio is an especially powerful sign for this to happen in so if you have felt a little rocked, maybe a lot rocked, if there were some tears over the weekend, if some truth was unearthed or some chaos or something happened that you're like, whoa, what? Just know that it's it's for the ultimate good, right? The eclipses are tough. They're very unpredictable. But in the end, they show us a path to a brighter self, to a more aligned self. I personally <laughs> was like, I didn't even plan this, like the most eclipse- light shown on some parts of our life family life that I was like oh my gosh of course and it's still kind of a hard pill to swallow sometimes you know we get this information and we have to figure out what to do with it so right now if you're listening to this on the day it drops on Tuesday just know that like take it easy this week really allow yourself to settle into those new truths that might have come up with the eclipse and now the fun starts, friends. It really does. It is hot girl summer. It's starting now. <laughs> and what we're talking about is the big shift from Jupiter in Pisces into Aries. Let's back up and talk about Jupiter a little bit. Jupiter is the planet of luck and abundance. It is the benefic. It is the second sun. It brings us more. It brings us abundance and the things that really, really allow us to experience joy in this life. And Jupiter has been in the sign of Pisces for the last year, give or take, on and off. It's moved a little bit with retrogrades, but it's been in Pisces for about a year. It's at home in Pisces. Jupiter feels really good here. This is a great placement, and it has allowed us to tap into the spirituality sense of self, into that like true luck and abundance, understanding what it is to, to be abundant, to be connected to a higher power, to be connected to something that we can't see. Pisces is really that energy of fluidity, of connection to spirituality, to the other side of the veil. And with Jupiter there in the last year, you might have been getting a lot of information your way about what it is that you want, 
what it is that brings you joy and what your dreams are. What are your biggest, most exciting dreams? What's happening out there? And, you know, these these transits affect us all in different ways. But for the most part, Jupiter and Aries really allowed us to get connected to a deeper sense of self and what it is that we want to put into action. Because now, now that Jupiter has shifted into Aries, now is the time for action. When you look at all 12 of the signs, it's so interesting to see how they evolve one to the next, right? You move from Aries, the sign of the self, into the second sign of Taurus, which is the sign of the things that you have. And they all get more and more big picture, if you will, moving further away from the self into a deeper connection of who we are. And the 12th sign is Pisces. And that's where we just came off the heels of Pisces, which is that connection to things that we can't see, connection to a belief in something much bigger than us. And now we're shifting back into the self. And what's so so interesting that about this transit is that it really is, it's a bit of a rebirth. It will affect us all in different ways, um, but it's a rebirth in that it's time to take action once again. We have dreamed, we have come up with our visions of what we want, and now we get to put it into place. Let's talk about Aries a little. Aries is the sign of the self, so it is very individualized, but it's also the sign of action. Again, like I say, that keeps saying that word, action. This is the first sign of the zodiac. So somebody has to go first. Someone has to take that first step, and Aries is the sign to do it. Does that mean that that first step and that first push forward is going to be perfect? No. Aries is really willing to try things out, see how it goes. Maybe if it isn't perfect, go back, iterate, try it again. There's confidence. There's momentum forward in Aries. So when Jupiter is here in Aries, really excited and bringing all that that good energy into Aries, we all feel this. We're all excited about something starting, something we want to put into play. This affects us, like I said, in different areas of our chart. So when we have a big transit like Jupiter and Aries, we can look to our individual house system to see, okay, what area of my life is going to be affected? If you don't already know your birth chart, no worries. You can pull it up for free on tons of different websites, Cafe Astrology, ChannyNicholas.com. I'll link those up in the show notes, but a great way to just pull up your chart for free. And you're going to want to pull it up in Whole Sign Astrology. That's the way I like to look at it because it puts the houses into neat boxes and you can see, okay, this is affecting me in this particular house. Once you know what your rising sign is, that you can use to, again, see how is this Jupiter and Aries affecting my chart. I'm going to break it down for you so you can listen to your rising sign. But if you don't already know your rising sign, go ahead and look it up. Your rising sign is how you interact with this world. It's the mask that you wear, but it's also your first house of identity. So it sets your houses into motion. If the planets in a birth chart are the players on the stage, the signs that they're in are the costumes that they wear, and then the houses that they're in is the areas of your life where it's going to play out, okay? So think of this, the house, as what part of my life is going to be affected by the astrology right now at this given time. So again, Jupiter and Aries, big shift, coming off of dreamland, putting our things into action. We're going to get excited. We're going to start some new projects. Where, you ask? Let me break that down for each of you. Okay, if you are an Aries rising, 
Aries is in your first house of identity. Your first house really breaks down your outward personality, like I said, that that sense of self, your appearance, your identity. And when there's a big shift like this Jupiter and Aries in your first house, we think of this as a rebirth. What's so interesting about Jupiter and really any of the planets, they all have a specific timeline, a cycle as how long it takes for them to return to these spots. And Jupiter is on about a 12 to 13 year cycle. So you can look back and you can see what was happening about 12 years ago. So this would be like 2010, 2011. What was happening in your life? What rebirth was happening at that time? And think of that as a a cycle of your life. Those 12, 13 years is this version of your life. You're starting a new one now, a new life cycle. And for you, you know, it's going to be really individualized because this is the first house. But looking back and seeing like, okay, what was starting at that 2010, 2011, what might be coming to a close now? How might that be related to what was happening then? And what's going to open up now that that path has sort of closed out? So I'm an Aries rising. And this for me is really showing up so, so, so clear in that in 2010, 2011, got engaged, got my first job, really started my like adult life, if you will. And in that time period, you know, that has all come into play. Jobs, kids, family, partnership, houses, all those things have been established. Now, as this is shifting in this next rebirth opportunity, I really see this as like Ashley 2.0. What is it that I want to really play out in my career, in my creative processes? This is my last baby. I'm not going to be reproducing anymore. Like, What energy can I put forth in, in creation, especially as it relates to career? So just anecdotally, that's how it's playing out for me. If you have an Aries rising, go ahead and look back and see what is it that started, what might be coming to a close, and where am I rebuilding? birthing right now? How am I thinking of myself in a different way, in a new way? And what action can I do to step forward? What my self-care tip for would for you, Aries Rising, would be is really to listen to those pings, to those intuitive hits that come in about what to do, what action to take, what next steps. And know that, again, that it isn't always super clean. You might mess up. That's okay. But if you don't take action and you try to and you tune out that intuition, you're not going to get those dreams that you have right there so close to you, so ready to tackle. So listen to your intuitive hits. If you are a Taurus rising, your 12th house is being impacted. And 12th house is a really interesting place to look because the 12th house is is kind of hazy. <laughs> it's hard to understand like what's in there. This is the house of hidden things. This is the house of of transcendence, of spirituality, again, of connections to things that we ultimately can't see. It's also a great time to understand what what your your subconscious beliefs are, what's happening really behind the veil. This might be a great time of healing. 
or closure and of rest. Even though there's a lot of action as it relates to Jupiter and Aries, when it hits your 12th house, you're being asked to go a little bit deeper, take action and tap into what it is that you feel connected to on a subconscious level, on a spiritual level. This might be, you know, going through a a long shadow work study over the course of the summer. Or maybe it's going on a retreat and really understanding like where some of your your limiting beliefs are and how you can move those out of the way in order to manifest the life of your dreams. So 12th house is again it's a it's a little bit harder to fully grasp. It's often very hidden, but it's a really magical time when you have this transit here knowing that Aries has a lot of momentum. Listen to your intuitive hits about what it means to rest. Whenever you have that 12th house transit, give yourself time to recoup. So self-care tip is just to listen to what you need in order to have your cup full in order to do some of this tougher work. Is it taking some time to meditate? Is it sleeping a little bit more? Like go hard and enjoy your beautiful sunlight, enjoy the summertime, and then rest really, really hard. But know that you can't do this really meaningful, deep work. Take this action without adequate rest. Gemini, Gemini rising. This is hitting your 11th house of groups and friends, social awareness, technology, it's really that social space. So there's going to be a lot of action in your your social groups, in social media, if that's something that you work with, in how you interact with larger groups of people, your connections to things, you know, humanitarianism, if you do any volunteer work. So really, like, this is going to be a fun summer for you. <laughs> Gemini rising. You've got this connection to friends and you're already, you know, uh, really come off, interact with the world as that social butterfly. Now it's going to be put into action. So plan some fun trips, plan some things with friends, you know, do what you need to do to feel that connection to other people and, and know that it's not in vain that when you fill your cup up with other people and you spend time with with those that really are bringing you closer to your higher self, that rubs off. That's contagious. They're going to feel that as well. Go out, do some fun things, and and be okay with also that solitude as much as you need to give yourself. If you're more of an introvert, re, you know, refill your cup. But get out and be with friends if you can um, and enjoy your, your connections. If you are a Cancer rising, this is going to hit your 10th house of career. This is an exciting spot to have Jupiter and Aries. Um, this could mean a job change. This could mean a lot of clarity and action forward in action in creating your next several years in your career. Maybe it's some sort of promotion or starting a new business. Really, we see this as like taking action towards your long-term goals, towards the things that you think of as quote-unquote successful. My self-care tip, if you have a cancer rising, this is hitting your 10th house, is that ultimately you really want to celebrate those little wins. There's, there is like a, a drive in this energy, especially with Aries, to 
want to move on to the next thing right away. Like, what success? Okay, I got the promotion. Now what? Take time to really celebrate your wins and know that you're doing amazing work. And with those gratitude moments, with that opportunity to be settled in your wins, that magnetizes more your way. That brings more good things your way. Going to be a great summer. Give yourself that space to, again, always take care of yourself because you're going to be busy. You're going to have some new opportunities coming your way in your career. If you are a Leo rising, this is going to hit your ninth house of travel, of higher education, of wisdom, philosophy. If you've been on a philosophical journey for the last few years. Now is the time to really start setting these things into motion. These you've been learning about spirituality, you've been learning about, you know, what it is to to see the world in like sort of a cross-cultural way. Now is the time to go and experience it. You've been learning, you've been reading the books. Now go and travel to those places if you can. Go and experience new things and gather that deep deep wisdom through learning, through real life experiences and and know that ultimately it makes you more whole. This opportunity, this ninth house transit for you is is a freedom to maybe do it alone. Take a solo trip, you know, do learn something, take a class by yourself and see what comes your way as a result of leaning into that joy, leaning into that little, you know, trip that you've been wanting to take and and play play it out in in real life. You know, I realized that that travel isn't a reality for everyone just at any given moment. And so my self-care tip for you is try to find that adventure in your day-to-day as it relates to this ninth house. So, you know, explore new parts of your city or learn something, you know, take a fun class on a weekend just to learn about something that you've always been curious about. If you can plan one of those great big trips, amazing. Do it. Now is the time. But if not, there's so many ways to seek out wisdom, truth, adventure in your day-to-day. If you are a Virgo rising, this is going to hit your eighth house of transformation, of intimacy, of sex, of other people's resources. This is this is the area of sort of the taboos, the things that we don't always like to talk about. And it's a great opportunity for transformation, Virgos. So for you, this Pisces time might have been really helpful to understand your your inner truth, what it is for true for you. And now you've unearthed those shadows and you get to transform a lot of this into, into growth. When we look at the eighth house, we see power. We see a lot of really just being willing to tap into the things that like the rest of the world doesn't necessarily want to talk about. And so being connected to those shadows, knowing that you can own them and you can grow from them will allow you to become that much more powerful. So this is a really great manifesting time for 
for you, Virgo Risings. Really, you know, get that list out. Get clear on what it is that you want. You've understood, you know, what are your the shadows? Like, what are the parts of you that you've denied over the last several years? And, and integrate them so that you can ultimately tackle those dreams and start moving forward. So I would say self-care tips. Start a manifestation practice. I've got tons of episodes on manifestation. My favorite way to do manifestation work is through To Be Magnetic, which is a course and it allows you to really tap into your shadows and take action from there because this is a huge piece of manifestation. It's like one, understanding and integrating your shadow and two, taking action, taking those steps, you know, reaching out, applying for the job, you know, DMing that person that you've been wanting to meet. Go out there and use this manifestation power, Virgo rising, and, and take action. Libra rising this is hitting your seventh house of relationship. And for you, Libras, it is very much a, a romantic moment. There's a lot of action in developing relationships in a way that is full of love, full of abundance. Jupiter has so much good in it. It has so much of that yummy, just feel-good joy, romance. But it's it's always going to amplify. So keep in check these relationships you know more is often good until it's not so know that you know if something feels super hot and heavy this summer just to understand that this is a period of time and that you can enjoy that how can you continue to cultivate that in you know that pleasure further into the future but also stay rooted in the now how do you stay rooted in the realistic version of these relationships and enjoy you know the beauty and the bigness of these hot moments but also the reality of that relationship like what did you know where do we still stay grounded how do we work how do we grow as partnerships and this doesn't necessarily have to be romantic relationships it can be other relationships it can be business partners it can be close close friends Um, but looking at your relationships and understanding a little bit of that balance where do you take action to keep this momentum going right keep this relationship as strong as it is in this given moment Um, if you're not in some sort of relationship now might be a great time to take action to meet and manifest that person that you've been wanting to go out and realize um so now is you know if you're not i i know nothing about dating so i shouldn't even talk about dating but if you're someone who has been hesitant to do some sort of dating apps or anything like that now might be a good time to try it see what happens take action you've got jupiter on your side all right if you are a scorpio rising this is going to hit your everyday life your your fitness routine your your self-care systems, your health and wellness, your everyday habits. And there's so much momentum in the everyday, right? It's maybe now is a great time to get on a sort of wellness plan that you've been always wanting to do. It could be working, working out related. It could be like eating in a more clean way, whatever it is, but just feeling like you're more connected to that health and wellness part of yourself that you've always wanted to be. It's that taking action in your everyday routines. 
My self-care tip for this is to start small, friends. You don't have to go all out right away at the beginning as it relates to any practices. Maybe introduce waking up five minutes early to do a gratitude practice or starting a meditation in the morning or replacing one processed meal a day with something that you cook at home. Start really, really, really small. Set the bar low so that you can feel that success and then take more action as it makes sense. Scorpio rising for sure has this ability to kind of come off as intense right away right off the bat so just give yourself grace you don't have to go all out right away start small see what feels good but know that there's this flood of energy around health and wellness and feeling good and doing things day to day that ultimately fill up your cup if you are a Sagittarius rising this is going to hit your fifth house of romance of creativity of children of play, joy. If you are feeling this call to potentially start a family, this would be a really lovely time to do that. The fifth house is where kids are. This is really looking at romance and love and creativity in this joy-filled way. This Aries energy is going to be seeking out more joy in general. What is it that brings me joy? Why do I feel that connected to joy? How can I use it in my creative endeavors, not just creating life, but, you know, creating things that you've always wanted to create artistically. Um, Maybe it's a hobby, creating energy, creating any sort of play that you're wanting to put in motion, this is going to be a summer of fun. It's going to be a summer of joy. My self-care tip is to lean into play. Lean into what that means for you. Come back to that childlike version of yourself to understand what it is that you you like to do without any judgment. What is it that feels good? If no one is looking, maybe it's painting, maybe it's dancing, more of that this summer. Lean into that. You have so much so much good having Jupiter and Aries in the fifth house on your side. And now it's the time to capitalize on that. Sit in that energy as much as possible. Capricorn rising. This is hitting your fourth house of home, of family, of your foundations. This is a time to lean into your home, specifically into that foundation, whether that be like your immediate family or the actual physical structure. Capricorn energy is always wanting to like go out and do the things and paired with Jupiter and Aries, there's a lot of momentum here. So this might be a great time to start some new home projects or to seek out a new home and really establish that foundation, establish that safety where it feels good to be in the presence of this home, that safety net. My self-care tip for Capricorn Rising is really to understand what what letting the guard down feels like in your home space. Is it that you can walk around naked in your house? (laughs) Is it that, you know, it feels clean day to day and you can just relax in your home space? When you think of foundation and you think about your home, what is it that allows you just to exist, just to be, just to have this safe haven? What does that mean for you? And you can do that in any of your spaces. You can do that in an apartment. You can do that in just a room. You know, what it is that you're allowing yourself to set up 
kind of a sanctuary so that you can let down your guard and you can do some inner work if that's something you're you're wanting to you're calling you're being called to action wise but looking at that foundation of your home again and also the people that you're around in terms of your your roommates say or your close close family that you live with you know how does that feel how can you set up safety foundation self-care in those particular areas of your life if you are an Aquarius rising, this is hitting your third house of communication, of interest, of thinking, of ideas. Now is a great time where you're going to start getting a flood of ideas. You're going to be getting intuitive hits. You're going to be getting lots of maybe even like literal messages coming your way, emails in what to do. Listen to those messages. Listen to those intuitive hits. Listen to what it is that, you know, you're getting communicated to. And don't write these off as synchronicities. When you start to see some trends and you see the same symbol or you see the same spirit animal or you see the same messages coming through, listen to that. Try to understand what it is that you're being told right now. How can you take action towards that? My self-care tip for you, Aquarius, is to work with tuning out some of the noise. What messages are you hearing that are not ultimately helpful? <laughs> like having the news on constantly in the background or being around a coworker that tends to really drag your energy down. Be a little bit deliberate, more deliberate than you usually are about what content you let into your sphere right now so that you can get really clear on those messages that you actually want to pay attention to. Tune out some of that noise. Be okay with saying no to people that, again, are bringing you tons of information. Maybe that's being doing a little content cleanse, whether it relates to podcasts or social media, again, turning off the news. Be deliberate. Keep the noise away. And finally, if you are a Pisces rising, this is affecting your second house of money. So there's lots of action as it relates to money, your income, how you make money. This might be a time to start investing. This might be time to start saving or maybe taking risks as it relates to your money, what it is that you can, you know, you've always wanted to start your own business, invest in something. Now is the time to put that into action. My self-care tip for for you, Pisces, is really to understand what it is that you value. When we talk about money, money is a symbol. And ultimately, it allows us to purchase the things that bring us joy. But we have to understand what it is that we do value. You know, what? how much do we actually need in order to have a life filled with value, filled with value and joy and beauty? So by understanding your values, and a great way to do this is to look at where your Venus is, really understanding it is, you know, what do you need? How what kind of a life do you need in order to feel really rich, to feel abundant? And it's so different for so many of us. You know, it'd be wonderful to have tons of money, but not everybody wants that. So getting really clear on what your relationship with value is and also what your relationship with money is. You know, do you have a money story that goes back to childhood that prevents you from feeling connected to money and being able to manifest it? But there's a lot of action as it relates to money and your income 
Now is a great time to ask for a raise. Now is a great time to seek a job that potentially has a little bit more money if that's something you want and it's the right fit for you. Um, But yeah, think about what it is that's most important to you. Is it just a dollar amount or is it something much bigger? Okay, friends, that is the breakdown. That's all of the areas of your life where this might be showing up. Again, obviously, we can't predict the future. I can't tell you exactly what's going to happen. But knowing that this area of your life is being impacted in a big way is a great way just to stay connected, just to stay open and awake to all the things. More than ever, friends, just take care of yourself. When there's a lot of action and there's there's almost pressure in a way to do things, we can sometimes get a little bit ahead of ourselves. So slow your roll as you need. Do what feels best to you. Listen to those intuitive hits. And if you ever need a little extra guidance, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'd love, love, love to work together, get down to more information in your chart as it relates to self-care and you know what's happening this summer. Just a reminder that if you do want to work together, I am going on maternity leave in about a month, so end of June, and I'll be off from the month of July and August, and I'll start back up in the fall. So if you want to get on the on the books before then, please do more information in the show notes. Don't worry. The show is going to continue through the summer. I will be bringing in some brand new amazing guests as well as air, re-airing some episodes from back in the early days, some of the best ones. And if you have any ideas for things you want to talk about in the fall, any solo episodes that you want to me to break down, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'm on Instagram at ashley.sondergaard and the show is at Yoga Magic Podcast. Check out how to sign up for our newsletter, upcoming events in the show notes. And thank you so, so much for being here, everybody. Happy Jupiter in Aries.